Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Monday the 11th of December. Friday's US employment report didn't really add that much to our stock of knowledge about the US economy. While the numbers were presented as being stronger, even the most sensationalist of media will have trouble hyping this into a game-changing report. The strength was of a scale that could easily be revised away in the coming months. US labour markets are still not really looking tight. The failure of wage growth to compensate for higher inflation in recent years is a good illustration of that. However, the market reaction to the report is a reminder of the damage US Federal Reserve Chair Powell's data dependency is doing to financial markets. In the absence of a policy framework, or indeed coherent economic thought process from the Fed chair, markets are left at the mercy of high-frequency data releases of dubious quality. In recent months, developed economy inflation has tended to surprise by coming in lower than expected, in part reflecting the way in which profit-led inflation comes to an end. It tends to be quite abrupt and is rarely captured properly by mathematical models. In the emerging world, China's November inflation also came in lower than expected, with outright deflation for both consumer and producer prices. However, this is not about the ending of profit-led inflation, which hasn't really been in evidence in China. Consumer price inflation is being pushed lower by food and fuel prices, both of which reflect supply-side issues, with lower oil prices and an increased supply of vegetables and pork. Producer price inflation slowed on fuel and other raw material prices. The international read-through of this is fairly minimal. Energy prices are, of course, a global story, but we don't need data from China to tell us that. China's consumer price inflation is a parochial concern. The fluctuations in the supply of seasonal vegetables in China do not affect prices in Europe or the United States. To the extent that deflation in China reflects a broader story of weaker domestic demand, there are implications for international corporates and potentially for commodity producers. However, the latest deflation shift seems to be more about supply issues and therefore offers little new global information. We have several central bank meetings this week and the phrase, they would say that, wouldn't they, is likely to be overused. Central banks do not have an incentive to signal an easing of policy at the moment. While inflation is likely to retreat faster than antiquated econometric models will predict, the path isn't necessarily smooth. Central banks are unlikely to want bond markets to rally too far, as that would potentially ease financial conditions. The declining interest rate sensitivity of economies is also a consideration. Thus, Central bank rhetoric is likely to be quite resistant to the idea of interest rate easing in the near term, and investors are likely to dismiss such rhetoric. If US Federal Reserve Chair Powell and ECB President Lagarde had not trashed forward guidance in so reckless a manner, the market reactions might be different, of course. Today's calendar is very limited. The monthly New York Fed survey of consumer expectations might get some attention because it does include consumer inflation expectations. But firstly, this is likely to be subject to partisan bias. And secondly, consumers assume that current food and fuel price changes are the same thing as broad-based future inflation.
they're not, which is why asking consumers about their inflation expectations is a bit of a pointless exercise. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the global wealth management business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.